A tiger will spend more time in the water than you would imagine. What voice is this? The tiger is not ready to make. <laughs> not that kind of podcast. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Is This For Kids? I am Jonathan Bearder Blevins. I am Katie Mrs. Ruby Ruwakaba. Katie Mrs. Ruby Ruwakaba. So weird to throw in my like handle in the middle for me. I don't think it's weird. It's great. <laughs> and th- a quick reminder, this is Is This For Kids? Your favorite podcast and your favorite podcast. It's definitely my favorite podcast, but it's not a podcast that's going to make me feel bad about being a mom. It's just going to help me, right? Yeah. We're not here to judge parents or parenting. Although, if you ask us questions, we will be honest with you and tell you you're a bad parent. I won't actually ever I will. say that to you. You're a terrible person. <laughs> no, but this is just to help. To yeah, we're just trying to... There's so much out there in the world. We just want to give you something to, to work from, some opinions on it, just a little bit of background information on various movies, TV shows, things like that. And we got a couple of TV shows today, huh? We do. Some classics. Ones you might just assume are for kids, but we, there are new parents out there mm-hmm. who might not have had a chance to watch a lot of these shows that we're going to be talking about or movies. And they may be wondering, is this okay to let my kid watch? And so that's why we're going to be talking about some of these, even if they're not super controversial. Yeah. Like one of the ones that we're going to talk about today is Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And my question was more, does it hold up? Yeah. And my question is, does he actually have tattoos? Which we'll get to. Mm. <laughs> and then Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, which I have some hot takes about as well. Oh, wow. Which will be Does Daniel a lot Tiger have tattoos? Daniel Tiger, we don't really know. Well, he's usually wearing a sweater. Yeah. And yeah. Grand Père, his grandfather is also always wearing a sweater. So we don't really know right. if he has tattoos. He could be Mr. Rogers. There's a whole thing there. Got it. There's the, I'm very excited to talk about both of these today. But first... I heard that you are an expert on Mr. Rogers, the uh, person. And I have some rumors and urban legends I've heard, and I want to know if you can clear them up. I'll do my best. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Mr. Rogers, so yeah. Okay. I love conspiracy theories, and as people get to know us as this podcast goes on, more of that will probably be revealed. I don't necessarily believe in a lot of conspiracy theories. I just really enjoy them. Do you, Which ones do you believe? Um... See, that's... Like, Paul I, McCartney totally died in 1966, 100%. You actually believe that? Oh, yeah. Avril Lavigne, for sure, uh, died as well and has a, a body double. I didn't even know that was... I kind of unironically believe that one. Yeah? Yeah. But the one I think I actually believe the most is, like, 100% Area 51. Like, the government knows there are aliens, and we have alien bodies for sure, and they're hiding them from us. I heard somebody talking about this recently where they were like, yeah, it's just so routine now that they're just like, oh, yeah, I picked up five or six bodies. I'm never, like, it's just, un- it's illogical. Yeah. it's What's illogical? The idea that the that they cross all this space, all these aliens cross this huge vastness of space and they repeatedly land on the same planet so many times that it has become routine for airmen to just pick them up while they're wandering around but some, the same desert. Some of the aliens made it into the ocean. You might call them an octopus. Those are just octopuses, John. Oh, really? I they're shook the most, hands they're with one. geniuses. I shook hands with an octopus. They're smarter than I am. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, you are an expert, uh, Mr. Rogers. I am. Yes. Definitely. Okay. So I want to let you know some of the things I've heard and chose to believe because it sounded fun. Do you want me to ruin it? Does Mr. Rogers, in fact, have tons of tattoos under the sweater? Or did he? <laughs> no. Seriously? Did not. No tattoos. Was he a violent Navy SEAL who won multiple 
awards in combat in the Vietnam War. He he was a Presbyterian minister. Now, he did get a little wild and he started out at Dartmouth before switching colleges. But no, he was never a Navy SEAL. Definitely didn't kill anybody. And so he, the award he was given from by President Bush was just For because media. of media. Yeah, it was a media award. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yikes. Uh, and he was, this one is not fun to believe. This is not one of the fun ones. Mm-hmm. And it's been rumored that he was abusive. Oh, used no. Used the show to abuse kids. No. Of all of the, the people who have ever had access to children or be in children's television, any uh, large, con- or large contact with children, he has never been accused of anything. So why do you think so many rumors are flying around about Mr. Rogers? Is it because he's such a perfect guy and we just have to have something bad about people? He's like he's got to be Bill Cosby. He's kind. He's soft spoken. He's a good father. He's a good man. And I feel like people just have a difficult time accepting that that's the case, that like you can be a strong, religious, soft spoken man and not have any skeletons in your closet. You know what he does in his closet? Sneakers, sweaters. Really? That's they it, puts huh? them on every episode. Does he wear the same color every single time? Nope. Daniel Tiger does. Well. There is an episode where Daniel Tiger is upset because his red sweater is not clean and he has to wear a blue sweater. Do you do you relate to that, John? No, I do not, but we'll get there. All right. We'll get there. Uh, so, Mr. Rogers, mm-hmm. give us a, a little bit about what it is, what people should expect. Is it still even on? Can kids watch Mr. Rogers. So you can find Mr. Rogers the same place that you can find Daniel Tiger. It's in the PBS app or um, PBS streaming services, however you you access those. Sometimes it's beyond replays on public television. But Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood is basically a 1970s, maybe a little late 60s uh, TV show having to do with little kids and their imaginations and helping them to process strong emotions. So Mr. Rogers... Envision, envisioned this show as a way for kids to work through difficult times in their lives. And he would bring up topics that were, at the time, incredibly difficult for kids to work with, things like divorce, death, thing, you know, things that people weren't really talking to children about, but the children were still experiencing. And his whole goal was to help them to be able to process through those things using the land of make-believe. You may, would you like to guess who was in the land of make-believe? No. Daniel Tiger was in the land of make-believe? That's where Daniel Tiger comes from. He was a puppet in the land of make-believe. Seriously? With Lady Elaine and, yeah. So I've watched about four or five episodes of Mr. Rogers and didn't see Daniel Tiger in one of those episodes. So he's not in every episode. Yeah, he says meow after everything he says in, in Mr. Rogers. He's like, oh, hi, meow. Interesting. And that's where he comes from. So it's ba- I knew that Daniel Tiger was based off Mr. Rogers, but didn't understand how. Yep. Okay. Is Mr. Rogers as uh, unpalatable as Daniel Tiger can be at times? I I don't have as strong of an aversion to Daniel Tiger as you see. Oh, we're going to get into it. Mr. Rogers has this uh, very, very even keel, very calm demeanor about him it's there's no background music there's i mean there's a little bit of background music for transitions um but there's not like a constant ongoing thing it's a lot chiller than your average tv show these days for kids interesting yeah and so you think mr rogers is totally fine for kids you you talked about it mentions like really serious stuff right divorce is a serious thing uh, death is a serious thing. Like, Yeah, there's this thing that was going around social media for a little while there where you saw Mr. Rogers with his feet in a pool with uh, with his mail carrier, letter carrier, whatever the correct term is now, um, who's the black man. And at the time, it was like during a summer when there was a 
situation about um, black people being able to use the pools. And so him sitting in his, uh, in the public pools. So him sitting in his front yard with his feet sharing a pool with this was like a big deal for, for people at the time. And he was just a good man who just wanted to show that people are people and we love everybody. And he was fantastic in that way about being really great about embracing the times and seeing what was going on there. So like the episode that I rewatched for this one with my little daughter was about death. And I think you would have lost your mind. It's episode, if, you're, if you're looking for it, it's season seven, episode one. Mr. Rogers comes in, changes his sweater and says, let's look at the fish. You see the dead fish in there? And they pan down, dead fish, bottom of the thing, and they scoop it out. And he tries to put salt on it to bring it back. It doesn't come back. And then they bury it. It's a whole thing. Wow. Yeah. So, Mr. So, I mean, those examples right there, th- that's great. Mr. Rogers is a hero. Yeah. The only thing I'm seeing on social media is a video where it looks like he's flicking a camera off. That is which, just him doing like the here is ring. Maybe. Yeah, he's doing yeah. a game. Yeah, he's playing he's the doing game. He's doing a game. Mm-hmm. So we've just got Mr. Rogers all wrong. He's awesome. I don't have Mr. Rogers. Well, I didn't either. I just didn't really think about him a lot. Yeah, I have always loved Mr. Rogers. I'm a huge Mr. Rogers fan. He died in 2003, which was the year uh, I finished high school. I was just obsessed with making sure everybody knows how good Mr. Rogers is and how worth your time he is. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. I'm with you. The episodes I saw, I thought were great. I didn't have a chance to, I watched them when my kids were sleeping. Uh, so like, I didn't even get to ask my kids, like let them watch it and see what they think. Sorry. Uh, he's throwing pens and markers. <laughs> Sometimes I drop stuff. So I I would say my kids, It's I think it's absolutely for kids. Yeah. Do you think that kids would enjoy Mr. Rogers though? Yeah, I watched it with my two-year-old most recently because it's the most appropriate. My next oldest kid is nine, so he's not going to be into it. But she sat through an episode. She was engaged. She talked back to him. She was interested. She was like, oh, the fishy died. Oh, you know, she was definitely there with it. But at the end of it, she wanted to get up and play. And that's what I think is the genius of Mr. Rogers. It's not this addictive television that we have nowadays for kids where they want to consume episode after episode after episode. It's built to be a 23-minute episode. You watch it. You learn something. You move on and you go play. And that's what she did. She went and played with her trains because Mr. Rogers had a train. If Mr. Rogers is a 10 out of 10, you know, is for kids, Mm -hmm. what is Sesame Street for you? Uh, new Sesame Street, old Sesame Street. Old. Oh, 10 out of 10. New. Three out of 10. Oh, we have to do a Sesame Street one soon. Oh, no. Oh, we're going <laughs> to do that soon. That'll be really fun. Like, have you ever watched the old episodes where Mr. Hooper died? No. Okay. It was before I was even born. I watched Barney and thought it was awesome. Like, when I was a kid, Barney was dope. Now Barney was garbage. What? Barney was garbage. He taught me about love. Where were your parents? <laughs> Everything Mr. I know about Mrs. love Levins. and sacrifice, I learned oh from Barney. God. I'm kidding. I, but I do remember thinking it was I know your cool. mom. She's yeah. nice. No, my mom taught me about love. Okay. But the whole song, oh, well, it's a great song. Okay. So, uh, is Mr. Rogers for kids? You're saying all ages? Yeah, Mr. Rogers is for kids of all ages. And I would I would also throw out there that my uh, oldest son has uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. He will sit through, even as a little kid, he would sit before he was on any medication, would sit through an entire episode of Mr. Rogers and it was would engage him and his idea of play. So I think it's good for all kids, all ages, all neurodivergent types. Wow. Yeah. Great words. Neurodivergent. I'm with you. It's for all ages. I'm excited to see if my kids think that Mr. Rogers is as cool as I think he is. Yeah. My kids though know Daniel Tiger. (sighs) Daniel Tiger. I have so many thoughts. So Daniel Tiger, as you stated, is a character in Mr. Rogers Mm -hmm. who says meow after everything, which he has like his own weird stuff that he says in Daniel Tiger. I don't think it's meow mm. super often, but 
uh, he says "rar" in the books. Possibly because somebody pointed out that Roar. the tiger wouldn't meow. Right. Yeah. Well, then the tiger doesn't care about that because there's all kinds of things that the tigers do in the show that tigers wouldn't normally do. Uh, but here, I want to start. So Daniel Tiger is uh, a Daniel Tiger who has a mom and a dad and eventually a little sister. Um, and that that, epi- that. that episode is kind of cool. Yeah, there's like he has like a little sibling and he gets to learn how to share and all this kind of stuff. And similar to Mr. Rogers, he's learning how to process his emotions and his different things that he's experiencing every single day that are like probably on the minds of kids sometimes, but also probably not like maybe like addressing things that wouldn't be issues. Um, and then maybe become issues. My wife and I have been arguing about Daniel Tiger for how old is my oldest eight for eight years. Wow. Yeah. Because I can't stay at first. I was like, Hey, this is really cool. It's like a friendly show for kids. And, but here's a tiger who like doesn't eat any meat ever in any of the episodes. He and neither do his parents. It's very weird. It's like they avoid what do it. They eat. I don't know. They go. They have a taco night and there's just salad in the taco shell. Mm. Not even fish. Like it's just very weird. And I know I'm being very picky. And it's like probably just, but it can't be an oversight because it's every single. Not episode. even fish. Like tigers eat a lot of fish. Right. I didn't see well the like cats. Oh yeah. Okay. Eat fish. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm with you. I imagine. I mean, tigers like to swim. I learned this. Do they? Yeah. My knowledge of yeah. tigers is... A tiger will spend more time in the water than you would imagine. What voice is this? The tiger's not <laughs> ready to mate. Not that kind of podcast. <laughs> it's just not. It's not. Um, that, what, that's, that's a really good impression of the guy who does all those documentaries. I love it when you say your impressions are really That was good. a good one. Yeah, it's great. He sees the lady from afar. <laughs> it's so easy. That's, those are things he says. What's that guy's name? Guy you made up in your head. No, come on. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about. Richard it's Richard Attenborough. David Attenborough. Huh? David Attenborough. It's David Attenborough. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's in every single important documentary worth watching. Oh, I don't watch important documentaries. So <laughs> I stick to unimportant Lacey Peterson based only. Okay. Yeah. Well, so for eight years, I'm like, Daniel Tiger is kind of a wuss. Like he never stands up for himself. He's constantly just looking for guidance from everyone else and never takes any charge um it's i don't know I, it, to me it's a it feels soft it feels like a soft show uh and and i don't know what i mean by that because it's not like i want my kids like doing ninja turtle fights all the time in the living room after watching tv i don't know maybe i do but it's i just don't and my wife is like hey this show she loves it yeah and my wife's awesome she has a social work background she's very she's a stay-at-home full-time mom so she's very passionate about parenthood and motherhood uh, and so, and she loves the fact that Daniel Tiger was actually written a lot of and like come up with by uh, child psychologists as a way of not only helping like kids understand how to work through their emotions, but to help parents understand how to work through their kids' emotions, right? Nice. Which I agree with. I don't think, okay. I, I'm not the kind of parent that like you slap your kid up the head and be like, toughen up kid. That's not what I want them to do in Daniel Tiger. But I, but at the same time, like not everything has to be. But you wouldn't be. be mad if they did. Yeah, like once in a while. Like not everything has to be a thing. You know, with yeah. Dan- and it, oh, everything's a thing with Daniel Tiger. Yeah. The, I complain. Well, the very first episode of Daniel Tiger, I think there's a uh, owl that's playing with Daniel and their friend, and he doesn't want to dance backwards, but they're dancing backwards. And if they want to play together, they have to find a way to compromise. So they, he dances, or he sings forward, and they dance backwards. But it feels a little, a little silly, you know? Yeah. Learn to compromise, kid. Dance backwards. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm then, with you on that. And then all the parenting tricks that like, that are all the tricks that any of the characters use on Daniel to make him feel better, they would never work on real kids. Have you ever tried the take a deep breath song? Yes. Okay. We do the five deep breaths. We've done the deep breath song. Mm-hmm. It, that does pretty well. Oh, really? It had, it would it did for infuriate ours. my kid. How does the song go? Do you remember? Uh, when you're feeling mad and you want to yeah. take, take a, a deep, deep breath and count to four. Yeah, no, that would just make my kids mad. But yeah. deep taking deep breaths for sure. Yeah, yeah. We always do the smell the flower, blow in the hot chocolate, smell in the flower, blow yep. in the hot chocolate. Yeah. Well, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The stop and go potty. If you have to go potty, stop and go right away. That's pretty good. I don't know that I've ever done that one. That's pretty good. But here's like, so they, Daniel, Daniel goes to school, right? It's uh-huh. first day of school and his dad's dropping him off. That's a very real thing, mm-hmm. right? Like I've experienced that with my kids. I'm sure you have with yours. I remember when I was a kid being afraid to go to school and like not wanting to be away from my parents. And Daniel Tiger's dad is just like, here's a picture I drew. You'll feel better now. And then you like the episode 10 seconds later, school's over. Dad picks him up. That's not helping anyone. School's eight hours. School's <laughs> not two be minutes. There for a minute, kid. In the, in the in the books, my daughter loves the books, and so I was I've gotten rid of Daniel Tiger in my house, and now I'm reading the books because my daughter loves the books. And I, like Daniel Tiger's dad goes away, and I turn the page, and he's back. Oh wow, what a great way of handling your problem. Mm. So I don't. It's fine. Daniel Tiger is for kids. Mister Rogers is for kids, but it's weird to me how much of a wuss Daniel Tiger is. Yeah, my objection to Daniel Tiger is less wussy based i'm all right with wussy five-year-olds that seems kind of par for the course for me but uh to me the thing that that bothers me is that daniel tiger is set up to be a constant consumption tv show that like one episode plays into the next into the next into the next that it's bright colors loud noises lots of songs very stimulating causes the kid to want to watch it over and over and over. So Daniel was like, to me, if you need two hours of quiet time to finish work, you can turn on Daniel Tiger and the kid will will zone out on it. But I think that that is very much contrary to the legacy of Mr. Rogers. He would not have liked that. And so for that purpose, I don't love it. Um, so at the age that I think it's appropriate to start watching Daniel Tiger or any episode or any TV shows that are constant consumption type tv shows it'll no longer be interesting to the kids so but like content wise i would say it's appropriate for anybody wouldn't you yeah yeah i think it's appropriate for anyone my one actual gripe like everything i've said so far is all things i actually believe but it's mostly i'm just annoyed my one actual gripe about daniel tiger is (laughs) like he the way he talks to his parents the way that he talks the way that they talk to him Mm. so like there's an episode where he has to go potty and he didn't go before they left the trolley and they get on the trolley and then he has to go and they go back and he's like, how about you, mom? Do you have to go potty? And she's like, no, but I'll try. What parent does that? <laughs> I'm not the kind of parent who's like, do as I say, not as I do. Right. Like I'm not, you do for sure. I actually read a great article recently that said that it's really, really important for parents to follow the same rules that their kids follow for technology. That like, if you're telling your kids you can only be on your phone for an hour a day and you're on it for eight hours a day, that like there's some... They're going to grow up thinking that it only applies like, to them and it's a do as I say and how does I do situation. Yeah. Which is a new thing for our generation, right? Like our parents didn't have cell phones to do that with while we were right. growing up. Uh, but like, yeah, I would just say, my son would say to me, hey, dad, did you go to the bathroom before road trip? I was like, no, I'm an adult. I don't go to the bathroom on road trips. I can hold it. <laughs> I have super- I'm a grown up and I've never had children, so I can hold it. 
Personally. Sorry, I was like, what? You Personally, never children. had children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different. I have to pee four or five times. Yeah, so I yeah, can't speak to that, but yeah. like, I don't, I'm good, buddy. I don't have to go to the bathroom. But yeah. yes, Daniel Kit Tiger is for everyone. It's fine. It's mindless. Bluey's better. Bluey is better. 100%. Yeah. We're I, now just a Bluey stand podcast. Just every episode. Would you, is this or Bluey? Which one's better? Oh. Bluey is way more courageous than Daniel Tiger. All right. There we go. Where can they find us, Mrs. You know, Ruby? I heard that we were on Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. And I heard that they could leave comments to tell us like what they would like us to review. They could do all sorts of, all of that. That's all available to you. They can also find us on any place you can listen to podcasts and give us five stars. Uh, we're just trying to help. We know that there are people out there who are like, well, Mr. Rogers and Daniel Tiger, of course it's for kids. But my brother just had a, has a three-month-old now and he doesn't know what Daniel Tiger is. So there might be parents out there who are like, hey, I have something I can let my kid watch now. This is a brand new information. Yeah, exactly. What a blessing. What a blessing. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for being here. 